You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Say, according to your hunger. Yeah. God loves it when we hunger after Him. He loves it. And oftentimes, He would wait to see. Sometimes He would even use circumstances to stir up hunger in us. He would use circumstances to see if we will respond appropriately. But guess what? When circumstances don't favor us, we tend to walk away from God. Instead of pursuing Him. So, why? Because our hunger is not for Him. Our hunger is for a better feeling. Our hunger is just for a better condition. Our hunger is only for a better life. But what you don't realize is that when you pursue him, all those things come with the package. Are you following me? All those things come with the package. So it's important that we begin to operate according to our hunger. Yeah. So if you're hungry now, what are you doing with your hunger? What are you doing with your hunger? God wants to move. God wants to do things in this land. I am hungry for him. Do you understand? I'm hungry for him and I'm going to increase my hunger. I will continue to increase it and increase it and increase it and increase it to the highest possible human <laughs> level. And I'm inviting you to join in this quest. The interesting thing about spiritual hunger is that the more you are fed, the more you're hungry. It's not like physical food. You eat, by the time you finish eating, ah, I'm not hungry anymore. No, no, no. Spiritual one is different. When you feed, then you want to feed. (laughs) So the reason why some people struggle in the area of spiritual hunger is because they've not been fed to the point of hunger. Are you getting my point? They have not been fed to the point of hunger. So what they have done, they've been tasting. You know, people go for wine tasting. Huh? Those of you that have gone for wine tasting, you, know, you just put it in your mouth. You don't even, you don't really drink it, right? You just put it in your mouth and then you spit it out. Why are you looking at me like that? (laughs) You don't know. I'm telling you. Okay. (laughs) 
There are some expert wine tasters here. I can see from your faces. <laughs> Should I call names? Okay. <laughs> yeah. But the point is this. Some people, that's how they interact with spiritual things. Just good enough to have the flavor. But are never fed. They are never fed. They are starving spiritually. In the midst of abundance, they are starving. That is a problem. It's a problem. That's why I like that testimony of your friend. She came. She's never felt that before in her life. She received that. And she's just devouring the word. You see, that's being fed to the point of hunger. Meanwhile, there are some other people that were here. And that was a great message. Oh, that was a great service. So that's a taster. Are you a taster? Or are you going to devour the word of God? The presence of God? Are you hungry for him? I'm hungry. Do you know what? As a matter of fact, Jesus said, the works that I do shall you do. And greater works than this shall you do. Why? He says, because I go to my Father. Correct? How many people are hungry for that scripture to be fulfilled? Are you hungry for it? I'm hungry for it. I'm hungry for it. Can you put it on the, on the screen for us? Whoever is there. Hallelujah. Amen. So, if Jesus can make such a statement and say that we can do exactly what he did and even greater And then you read your Bible and that does not provoke you to hunger. I think you are religious. I think there's something wrong. We can't, we can't read that kind of statement. Now, is Jesus lying? Is he telling the truth? John 14, 12. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me. How many believers do we have in the house? Yes. Now, we are all believers. So that means this applies to us. Okay? That is to say, it is safe to say, this is part of your inheritance. 
It's part of your heritage. But that is if you want it. Because it will not be forced on you. Do not be forced on you. He who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. What are the works that Jesus did? Raise the dead, okay. What else? Made the blind to see. What else? All sorts of diseases. Yes. What else did he do? He destroyed the works of the enemy. That's right. What else? Sorry? He turned water to wine. Okay. Yes. He did that. Of course. What else? He fed the hungry. Yes. He walked on water. Okay, he put back. No. He put back the ear. He didn't replace it. <laughs> he fixed it back. Huh? Yes. He calmed the sea. Can you see? These are the things that Jesus did. He made disciples. He raised men who turned the world upside down. Can we do that? We can do the same. Every one of us can do the same thing. Every one of us can do it. But are we hungry for it? That's the problem. That's the problem. We are not. We're satisfied with cruising our cars. Huh? Get into your air-conditioned office. Cruise your air-conditioned car. Hmm? Have a good meal. Isn't that nice? These are good things. It's okay. God gives us all things richly to enjoy. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> huh? Enjoying your family. Come on. Yeah. So, no hunger for anything else. You read your Bible and say, wow, that's a good... Yeah? That's wonderful. That's impressive. Jesus, wow. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, hmm? the works that I do, he will do also. Say, wow, yes. <laughs> now, we have not even done what Jesus did. So we can't even talk of greater works. Because what Jesus is saying is that we are going to surpass him in operating in the supernatural. That's what this statement is. But are we even hungry? No, we're not. We're hungry for rants. You'll do anything just to get a promotion. Correct? You'll do anything to get some extra buck. 
but nothing to get extra unction. Nothing. Huh? Nothing to hear the voice of God and to be instructed to do things. Nothing to change another person's life. Nothing. And we call ourselves disciples of Christ. A disciple means follower. Are you following him? If you are, show us. How are you following him? Are you doing his works? Because a disciple is a learner. So in other words, he sees what his master doing, uh, his master does, and he goes and does the same thing. Now, are you doing what your master did? Something is wrong. Let's be honest. Something is wrong with our Christianity. There's something wrong. Fundamentally wrong. So what we have today is not Christianity, it's churchianity. Because as per the Bible, we're just being churchy. So you go to church, go through all the motions, sing all the songs, say hallelujah at the right time, jump when you feel like it. You even have to be motivated to praise God. After that, we go home. Wow, that was a good, that was a great service. Then next, we're waiting for next week. Meanwhile, God is looking up to you to change somebody's life every day. Was Jesus doing his works only on Sundays or Sabbath? No, every day he was doing. He was, he was doing it every day. But for us, it's regulated. Sundays. Ah, okay, when, when, when my... Um, when we call, when, when Rosani calls for outreach, then I will come. That's when you think, even think about reaching out to someone. But it should be your lifestyle. Come on. Should be your lifestyle. But we, there's no hunger, so of course, the proof of hunger is pursuit. Proof of hunger is pursuit. When you're hungry for something, you go for it. You do everything. You, you will defy all odds. Am I correct? Some of you were hungry for a degree. And you did everything to get that degree. Sleepless nights. Yes? You remember? But you, kept, you, you just kept seeing that certificate in your mind. And that gown. Come on. How many people? Yeah? You saw it, right? You saw that gown. It's like, no. A little more push. Yes. It's challenging. It's difficult. You're hungry. Even when you have a flu, you are still reading. Yeah, you remember. You would wake up, 
The doctor says you need to rest. You, you disobey the doctor. Because you're saying, I cannot fail this. Yeah. If I listen to the doctor, I will fail. The doctor says, I should rest. I say, I will postpone this rest. <laughs> huh? Why? Hunger. That is hunger. That's the power of hunger. That's the power of hunger. Then when it comes to the things of God, you become a pacifist. Passive participation. If there is any such thing. Hmm? No, we shouldn't be like that. You must be a go-getter when it comes to the things of God. Okay? Don't tell me, Pastor, you know, I am such an introvert. You know, I am I'm such a phlegmatic. Yeah. I am so phlegmatic that, uh, you know, I just, everything just, you better get out of that mode. And become a go-getter. Hallelujah. What disturbs phlegmatic is lack of hunger. That's, that's why. It's like the whole world is waiting for you. Who told you that? They're not. Nobody's waiting for you. You move. Hallelujah. You move. Go. You need to have a drive. Hallelujah. Come on, have the drive. Have some hunger. For God's sake, wake up and be hungry. I remember when I was a teenager, there was a time. No, not when I was a child. Food was, I wasn't interested in eating. I'd only like to play. And of course, my mother got concerned. This child is not eating. So they took, they, she, she went and told the doctor, look, this child doesn't like to eat. What do we do? She had a friend who was a doctor. The, the doctor just, I don't know, recommended some, the, some vitamins they gave me. Ah! Some, I don't know what it is, I don't remember. But when I took that thing, the hunger that, <laughs> the appetite that came upon me. Oh my goodness. I was just, I wanted to eat. Some of you need that spiritually. Yeah, I'm going to pray for you that God will put a, a kind of appetite in you. Huh? That will drive you into God. Further into God. Deeper into God. Why? Because this must be fulfilled in our day. Amen. It must be fulfilled Amen. through us. Yes. According to your hunger. Let it be unto you. Sure. According to your hunger. Amen. Amen. According to your hunger. So, whatever Jesus did, I want to do. Amen. I don't know about you. I want to do that. If Jesus walk on water, why can't I walk on water? 
They say, oh, well, you know, we, we don't need to walk on water. Nowadays, we have bridges and all of that. <laughs> yeah, we'll walk on bridges. But you remember in Durban, just, just not long ago, did you see the, the flood? Cars were swimming. Isn't that a good opportunity to walk on water? You just wake up, get out of that place, and then start walking on the water. Ah! If Jesus did it, I want to do it. I want to do it. But do we have the hunger for it? Ah, no, we don't need such things. That's how you've allowed people's opinion to determine whether you should be hungry or not. That's wrong. Hmm? If Jesus opened the blind eye, you should be able to do that. Why not? Did you notice that most of the miracles of Jesus didn't even take place in the synagogue? It wasn't during church services. Very few took place during church services. Most of them were outside. He's on his way somewhere. Hmm? Shall we look at some of them? This man is something else. This Jesus. Look at Mark chapter 10. Verse 46, Mark chapter 10 from verse 46. It says, Now they came to Jericho. That's Jesus and his disciples are on a journey. All right? Jericho is a location, it's a geographical location. They came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude. Huh? A great multitude, blind Bartimaeus. Can you see that? They, they even his name. They gave him a title called Blind. That should tell you that he has had that condition for so long that it now became part of his identity. Blind Bartimaeus. The son of Timaeus sat by the road begging. You see, it wasn't in church, right? It's by the road. By the road. Let's read on. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, when he heard that it was Jesus, I, my prayer is that when people hear that it is you, it will trigger some faith in them. Are you getting my point? When, when, when they hear that it is you. When they hear that it is Kuzai coming. They just, wow. All of a sudden. Why? Because things have happened prior to this. Okay? So when he heard that it was Jesus, 
he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Now, look at that. He heard that is Jesus. Now, he even gets the identity correctly. Son of David. Why did he, why did he mention David? Because he could see that this is a king. By that statement, he was acknowledging the kingship of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Over his situation. Amen. He acknowledged that. Son of David. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And next verse. Look at what, what happens. Then many warned him to be quiet. Can you see people? How people regulate other people's hunger. His hunger... The guy was expressing his hunger. Then he said, hey, shh, I'm quiet. This is not the time for that. Hmm? Miracle service is next month. Hmm? Yeah. Keep quiet. Yeah. It's next month. It's not now. Have mercy on me. Look at it. Huh? So Jesus stood still. You know, he got his attention. Hallelujah. Say, according to your hunger. hunger. Yeah. Your hunger can make Jesus to stand still. God can stand still because of you. I'm telling you. He stood still. And commanded him to be called. So, the same people who were telling him to keep quiet are the ones that are asked that were the messengers <laughs> to usher him to Jesus. Hey, keep quiet. Well, an important man is passing and you're making noise. The guy didn't even care. He screamed yet the more. Hmm? I think there's another version that talks about how he kept crying. When they told him to keep quiet, he continued. Hallelujah. Mark is always brief. That's how he writes. His style of writing. He's always in a hurry. Hmm? Okay. Okay. And many severely censored and reproved him, telling him to keep still. But he kept shouting out all the more. When people tell you to keep quiet, Shout more. Do you understand? According to your hunger. Let your shout be according to your hunger. Let your pursuit be according to your hunger. Not according to anybody's opinion. Don't allow your friends to determine your hunger. Don't even allow your pastor to determine your hunger. Feel free when it comes to hunger. Just defy all odds. Say, oh, you know, take it easy. I remember years ago when I used to fast and I nearly died fasting. <laughs> and, 
My mom will call me. She'll say, you know, you're overdoing it. It's not like that. Take it easy. I just look at her. I say, mom, don't allow the devil to use you. <laughs> no, we, had, we have our conversations. Uh, we have our relationship was amazingly, you know, authentic. <laughs> yeah. So I said, don't. He said, yeah, but you, 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 it's not like that. I said, but that's what I want. I'm hungry. Hungry for God. Every week I'll fast for three days without food and water. I was like a broomstick. (laughs) So whenever she sees me, her heart will sink. Oh my son, what is happening to you? Huh? But I'm hungry. I'm hungry for God. She'll make different kinds of food. It will not appeal to me. Why? I'm hungry. I'm hungry for God. So I respectfully disagreed with her. And continued in my pursuit. And guess what? It provoked her to even seek God more. When every night I would meet with my friends and we would pray till morning. Can you imagine the noise in the house? Teenagers in your house all praying at the same time. Can you imagine the inconvenience that she went through because we're hungry? I gave her so much credit because she did not stop us. There will be times she will struggle to sleep, but we are there. You can't come and say, no, we don't. Would you rather we party or pray? Yeah. So some of her colleagues, the problem they have with their children is that they are partying all night. Then her own is praying all night. According to your hunger. According to your hunger. So this thing of hunger, it didn't start today. It's been on. It's been on. We're pursuing God. Hallelujah. Pursuing God. And I believe we're going to see this and even more as we continue. But I want us to have a corporate hunger. Do you understand? As a church, our hunger must increase. Must increase to a point where heaven will begin to come down. When we gather together, you begin to see angels. You begin to see Jesus walking in the service. Touching people. Hallelujah. 
You begin to see people, they will walk into this place, nobody prays for them, and they go out healed. Wheelchairs will be emptied. Hallelujah. We, we need to press into that point. Shouldn't be like, oh, well, I think it's not anointed today. No, we, we, it's everybody's fault. So, if you're hungry, don't allow someone to kill your hunger. Hmm? Young people, I'm telling you, this is the time to be hungry. Yeah. This is a time to seek God like never before. I gave him my youth. And I don't regret it. I didn't lose anything. I didn't miss anything. There was no such thing as FOMO. Yeah. No. There's nothing there. What's there? What's there to miss? I gave him all. Hallelujah. And I'm happy I did. Because every now and again I come across people who will tell me of how they were affected, impacted by my life. Years ago that I've even forgotten about that hmm? at that time I was talking to a lady she's, she's now an evangelist we used to go to her high school to preach in those days we'd go there and preach they would make fun of us but the power of God would manifest hmm? we turned the whole school upside down for Jesus. Many of them got saved eventually. That was the place where somebody tried to poison us. Put poison in our meat pie. We ate the pie and celebrated and nothing happened. Come on! Just sanctify. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord for this. And we ate the thing. And when they saw that nothing happened, guess what? They got saved. Because they now came to confess. To say this is what we did. Hallelujah. So have you served God to a point where people want to stop you? Nobody is threatened by your Christianity. Your Christianity is compatible with sin. Come on. Huh? Yeah, it's compatible. You, you, just, you just combine it. Sandwich the thing. Is that the kind of Christianity you want? Powerless Christianity. Form of godliness. No power. No power. You walk in, nobody even knows you are in. Huh? Meanwhile, you should be. When you step in, people say, Oh, Malibu is here. Hallelujah. <laughs> Yes, she's here. Please allow me and they will come. Just like blind Bartimaeus when he heard that Jesus was around. That's where Christianity is supposed to be. Let's not be satisfied with what we are seeing right now. What we are seeing right now is powerless. It cannot change the world. This is why Jesus hasn't yet come back. So he shouted. People, people tried to censor him. 
Let nobody censor your hunger. Okay? Yeah. I don't care if it's your husband, your wife, or your boss, or whatever. Nobody is permitted to censor your hunger for God. It's a personal thing. When you are hungry for food, is, do you need someone's permission to eat? Why don't you go and look for permission? Go, uh, okay, I'm hungry, but uh, can I eat now? Why don't you do that? Why do, why do you just go and then go and get what to eat? Must not do that spiritually. Have pity on me. Have mercy on me. Okay, let's read on quickly. Ah, time is going. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. You see, he threw aside the garment. This thing that they give him, beggars have a way of being identified. He threw it away. This identity is no longer for me. The master has called for me. Hallelujah. The master has called. And he came to Jesus. Now look at, let's read on. Come on. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? One thing you need to understand about God. God is very specific. God is not vague. No assumption. Of course, this is a blind man. Jesus, what do you think? What do you think he's going to need? This guy, I mean, he's blind. He's, he's a beggar. He's blind. Jesus doesn't assume. He says, what do you want? What, 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 what are you hungry for? Because sometimes you assume that people are hungry for God. But they're not hungry for God. You think it's everybody that comes to church that is hungry for God? Some people are hungry for a wife. Some are hungry for a husband. Some are hungry for connections, networking. Of course, this is, this is true. Some are, just, some are hungry for, for miracle. Just some are hungry for food. Some are hungry for some change. Spare some change, please. There are different reasons. And now I'm not condemning anybody or judging anyone. But I just want you to see that we cannot assume that everybody here is hungry for God. I will not assume that. Because Jesus didn't assume that because blind Bartimaeus is blind and came to him, asked for mercy, Jesus didn't assume what he, he wanted. So Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may receive my sight. Can you see? That guy could have asked for a breakthrough. A financial breakthrough. Yeah, he could have asked for that. He could have asked for that. Because I've been in a situation like that before. Where I ministered, I ministered to a crippled man in a crusade. People are getting healed all over the place. And I go to him and I say, what do you want the Lord to do for you? Honestly, 
the, the brother that was ushering and was following me, helping me, he could not understand. So I said, what would you want the Lord to do for you? Do you know what he said? He says, there are some people owing me. I'm telling you. It says there are some people owing me. Yeah. They are owing me. And I have tried. They refuse to pay me. And also, my truck. You know, they took my truck. These people, I've been asking them to bring it back. They refuse. Now, this guy is a beggar. But he had a truck doing business for him. Trust Nigerians. Entrepreneurial, entrepreneurial beggar. So he wanted a business breakthrough. So I prayed for him. I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, wherever those people are, I release them and I command them to come and let them restore whatever they've taken and all of that. Prayed for him and then walked away. Then the brother said, Pastor, but his legs. I turned to him. I said. How does that concern you? <laughs> if he wanted it, he would have asked for it. Yeah. He didn't ask for it. Why assume that that's what he wants? So I walked away. So the guy later on comes to me and says, Pastor, but I don't understand. Why didn't you... You know what? According to your desire. Yeah. According to your hunger. According to your hunger. It's a spiritual principle. Jesus is showing us here. It's according to your hunger. You think it's everybody that comes to church that just wants God. You'll be making a big mistake. Some people are looking for what to steal. No, I'm serious. Some people are looking for what to steal. Oh, there are people here. Oh, okay. I think, you know. I'm sure I'll find some. Hallelujah. That I may receive my sight. Verse, let's read on. Come on. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Can you see that? That's why your hunger can determine. Your hunger is a demonstration of your faith. Yeah, it is a demonstration of your faith. This guy was shouting. And Jesus could see, this guy has faith. This guy is truly hungry. This guy is truly hungry. And that's why Jesus stops and listens to him. Amen? Amen. According to your hunger. Should I give you another example? Let me give you one more. Look at Mark chapter 7. Mark chapter 7 verse 24. From there he arose and went to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered the house and wanted no one to know it. But he could not be hidden. It's also... Blind Bartimaeus' healing was on the road by the roadside. So that means you can do the same by the roadside. Amen. Amen. You don't need to have a service to open blind eyes. 
Amen. You just need to, to have hunger. So here he's in the house. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit heard about him and she came and fell at his feet. All right? This woman's daughter was demon-possessed. She was demon-possessed. So she came and fell at his feet. The woman was a Greek and a Syrophoenician by birth. And she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. She kept asking. Come on. You see that? She kept asking. If you are hungry, you will keep asking. If you don't keep asking, it's because you are not hungry. She kept on asking. And what happened? Let's read on. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. Your hunger should be put on pause. I can't attend to your hunger. I need to attend to the hunger of the children first. Hmm? Interesting, right? For it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. If you are the one and they call you a little dog, how will you respond? Hmm? How will you respond? They call you a little dog. How will you respond? You won't be happy. How will you respond? You'll be angry. That's right. Hmm? How will you respond? You'll cry. Okay. Yeah. How will you respond? Sorry? Wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> yeah. There is going to be a wrestling match. Who is the real dog? Yeah. <laughs> Let me show you who the real dog is here. <laughs> Amen. So, Jesus says it's not fitting to take the, the, the food that belongs to the children and give to the little dogs. Sure. I don't know about you. If I were the one yeah, that's the end of the conversation. <laughs> you call me dog? dog? Dog. Just because I asked, you have the audacity to insult me. How many of you have been in a situation where you are in need, but you can't ask for help? Huh? Yeah. Because you, you don't, this person must not because you, 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 you don't want them to belittle you because you ask for help. But this woman, in public, Jesus called her a little dog. Ha! But look at her. Look at, look at what she says. She answered and said to him, Yes, Lord! Yet, even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs. Whew. This is real hunger. Yeah. This is real hunger. These are even dogs. In fact, what you are saying is true. You are correct. But you remember 
that there are times the crumbs drop. And the dogs, there's nothing wrong with the dogs eating the crumbs. She's not asking for the loaf. Just the crumbs. You see, her hunger could be satisfied by crumbs. The crumbs alone will satisfy her hunger. The crumbs, her faith is not for the loaf. So size does not matter. It's not the size of the loaf or the crumb. It's the size of the faith. Do you understand? It's the size of your appetite. It's the size of your hunger. That is what matters. And look at what Jesus says. Huh? Then Jesus said to her, For this saying, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. For this saying, my goodness, this kind of hunger. For this kind of hunger that you have demonstrated. How? By what you've said. Hmm? For this hunger, go your way. The demon has gone out of your daughter. Let's look at the next verse. Hmm? And when she had come to her house, she found that de- the demon had gone out and her daughter lying on the bed, healed. Say, according to your hunger. To your hunger. Hallelujah. Amen. God will move according to your hunger. Many people think that God just moves according to his will. Why can't God just solve my problems? It's not that he can't. He's waiting for your hunger. He's waiting for your hunger. Are you hungry enough to pursue? To even be ridiculed? Do you understand? Are you ready? Are you hungry enough to pursue to the point where you are even misunderstood? Are you hungry enough to pursue to a point where they they make fun of you? And it doesn't stop you. You know, many people stop coming to church. Stop following God. Because people said something. Don't you know people like that? Yeah, but why do you, are you hungry? If this woman had allowed even the words of Jesus to offend her, she would not have received this miracle. But how many people have allowed offense to rob them of their miracle. Okay, they recognize Kumi, but they didn't recognize me. Then you get offended. Are you able to go beyond offense? If you are hungry, if you are truly hungry, you will. You will. I'm telling you, you will. The reason we are not seeing God as we should Our hunger is not enough. And I've told you before, hunger is a currency in the spirit. It is a a, a currency. That's what she used to buy this miracle. Hunger. Blind Bartimaeus, that's what he used to gain his sight. Hunger. But some of us, our hunger is just for recognition. Not for a miracle. Not for transformation. So, according to your hunger. So, if, if, if all you want is for people to praise you, okay, fine, let's praise you. 
Praise your name. <laughs> Praise your name. Hmm? Just fill in the blanks. I'll put your name there and then we'll start singing. And then you get it and you're okay. That's what you're hungry for. But I want to do the works of Jesus. I'm hungry for the works of Jesus. And I'm hungry for greater works. Greater works than this. Are you hungry for it? Let that hunger propel you. Hmm? Let that hunger move you. Let that hunger be seen in your life. Let your, let your friends, let people that know you look at you and say, wow. Hmm. You make me feel backslidden. When they see your hunger, let them say, wow. When I get around you, I feel as if I'm not born again. The kind of hunger you have for God. Not that, they are, not that they are not saved. Let other Christians look at you and say, wow, you provoke me. You challenge me. Your hunger challenges me. But when other Christians look at you, they look at you, they are not even sure where you are. And that is a problem. No wonder we can't do the works of Jesus. Greater works than this. Shall ye do? Why? Because I go to the Father. Because Jesus has gone to the Father. You can do the works he did. You can do greater works. Hallelujah. Are you ready for greater works? Are you hungry for greater works? I am hungry for greater works. And I want everyone in this place to be hungry for greater works. Let's, let's press in. Let's continue. Amen? All this, you know, church once in a month thing is lack of hunger. I'm telling you, it's lack of hunger. It's lack of hunger. There is something else that has taken your heart. You're hungry for something else. Yeah, of course, sometimes people travel with you and all of that. That's not what I'm talking about. But I'm just talking about somebody that don't sit down at home. I'm just. Yeah, today I think I just need to chill today. <laughs> yeah, according to your hunger. And you see, God is such a gentle man. He will never force anything on you. It's according to your hunger. What you're hungry for is what you get. Hallelujah. But I want to pray for you this morning. And I want you to trust God. We want to see the works of Jesus. We want to see the greater works. Greater works. Greater works. Hallelujah. I want to be able to take a book. Right? Think about that. Greater works. Look at somebody without any eye, eyeballs. And tell him, read this book. Hallelujah. According to my hunger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He holds. He said, no, but I'm, I, I don't have eyeballs. Read this book. And immediately, boom. Creative miracle takes place. And he starts reading. Think about that. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah. Imagine someone. An amputee. They've, they've, they've cut off the legs. 
No legs. And then he said, go buy shoes. Go and buy shoes. What's your size? What, what's your size? Hello, can you see? <laughs> what size do you want? Yeah. Just go buy it. Huh? Buy it. In the morning when you wake up, just put it on. And the person wakes up in the morning, legs are there. Pause, Kalabaha. That's where I want us to go to. Greater works. But are we hungry? We have to press in. Press in. Hallelujah. Believe God. We sang it unchangeable. Why should he change now? But we're not hungry. I'm hungry. I don't know about you. I can speak for myself. I'm hungry. And I'm just letting you in a little bit on some of my hunger. My hunger is on another level. And what I'm hungry for, I can't even tell you some of the things I'm hungry for. I'm telling you. But it's going to shake this nation. Hallelujah. So, but let's press in. I want us to enter together. So all these so-called superstars, but by the time they now start seeing you operate, know why they are flourishing? It's because we are sleeping. When you need to wake up, hallelujah, and begin to take your place and do the works of Jesus. Do you know how many people have been deceived? Because we have not taken our place. You are still struggling to convince some people not to go to that place where you know it's not a church. But they they help me. Oh, but you know they said this and it was accurate. So, but when you start manifesting the works of Jesus and the greater works, those things will be like child play. Telling you, yeah. According to your hunger. Lord, we're hungry. We're hungry for the works of Jesus. Put that scripture back. John 14. Come on. We're hungry for this. This is our hunger. We're hungry to do the works of Christ. Hallelujah. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these. He will do because I go to my Father. Because he went to, he's gone to the Father. And we know that Jesus is at the right hand of God the Father. It, because he's at the right hand of the Father, there are things that should be manifesting in our lives. He's not in the grave. He's at the right hand of the Father. And because he's at the right hand of the Father, certain things should be happening in your life. And I want you to use this as a point of reference and begin to target begin to focus your hunger on this sometimes our lack of hunger is due to lack of focus understand so I'm giving you this 
as something to focus your, your, your hunger on. And begin to pray for it. Every day you wake up, read this verse and say, Jesus, you said that if I believe in you, the works that you did, I will do. And even greater than this, because you've gone to the Father, I want to see your works in my life. I want to see greater works in my life. I want you to start doing greater works through me. I want a situation where we come to church like this. People come in with crutches. And they say, Pastor, look at, these are the crutches from the person that I minister to over the week. This is a wheelchair. And here is the person that was seated on this wheelchair. Now minister to this person in the mall. Look at this person. That's what I want to see. God showed me that in a vision. And I know it's going to happen. But are we hungry for it? Are we hungry for it? I'm not trying to make myself anything. But I'm telling you that you can do it. Telling you that you can do it. And you better get ready. You better get hungry for it. And start pressing in. Start putting your faith there. Start putting your prayers there. Start putting your efforts there. Because it's going to happen. Hallelujah. I want a situation where people will come to church and say, Pastor, this person was dead. Now, the person is back to life. I minister to the person. Go to the front and share your testimony. Don't you want that? We, we don't want to just read testimonies of people. We want to be the testimony. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. Talk to the Lord. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.